0: You're listening to something real something to think about the title of this week's sermon is called what is inside and i really can't think of a better introduction to this little teaser to that than to really think about that title in this section of luke jesus reminds us that it's what is on the inside that counts and not just a show of religion or going through the motions. So we'll talk a little bit more about that here and we'll talk even more about it next week on the podcast. But in the meantime, uh, be sure to listen to the sermon as it comes up on Sunday. Hope you guys enjoy. Okay, so last week we talked about uh, spiritual warfare and I feel like we could have talked for four hours about it, but... For sure. We, uh, we cut ourselves off, and so... Such discipline. <laughs> as we said, we're nothing if not professional. Professional As we podcasting. both sound as though we should be in bed. Right. But uh, this week, what are we talking about?
1: Well, continuing in Luke 11, uh, Jesus has dealt with that spiritual warfare issue uh, as they accused him of driving out demons by the devil, Then in verse 29 and following, uh, he kind of connects. It's not that it's separate from the rest of this. It's continuing through, um, not necessarily chronologically. I'm not uh, suggesting that this is the same event, although it may be. But in verse 29, it says, As the crowds increased, Jesus said this is a wicked generation. It asked for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Then he goes on to talk about Jonah and uh, the call to the Ninevites to repent. It's interesting here that he, he mentions the Ninevites and he mentions the Queen of Sheba or the Queen of the South uh, who came to Solomon to seek wisdom. And um, in both cases he's referring to Gentiles, mm-hmm. not, not to Jews. So the, the, um, those who responded better than what this generation does are Gentiles. And that's kind of an interesting thing, especially coming from Luke,
0: right.
1: who is the only Gentile writer of Scripture. So as he's, um, he's like,
0: heyo. Yeah, well, right, yeah.
1: That's always a focus for him. Right, is, is Jesus is constantly reaching out to those that others would not. Right, and in case anybody's thinking that's new with Jesus, the God the Father sent Jonah, the Jewish or Israelite prophet, to Nineveh, their enemies, these Gentiles who hated God, or at least were outside of the right. family, and called them to repentance. So. God spared the Gentiles when they repented and yet at the same time his own people Israel when they failed to repent he put them in exile and and punished them so what Jesus is saying uh, through that and and he says more about that sign referring to his death and resurrection um, in other passages when he he talks about the idea of being you know Jonah's in the whale for three days and then came back and the son of man will be in the belly of the earth for three days and, and rise again so clearly that is in mind but he's talking specifically in this context about the repentance aspect that the men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment uh, with this generation and condemn it for they repented at the preaching of Jonah and now something greater than Jonah is here (coughs) so the focus for the rest of this chapter seems to be on getting past the hypocrisy of um, the hypocrisy of externally focused religion and doing all the right things Uh, So he he goes from this, speaking about the whole generation, um, and it doesn't seem that he's talking just about the religious leaders because it's talking about the crowds increasing. So if he's talking about the crowds to the crowds, saying, all y'all are... You're looking for show. You're looking mm-hmm. for for the big pitch. You're looking for the the big TV ministry and the the fancy stuff, it's the prosperity for teaching. A
0: big
1: TV ministry. <laughs> uh, no, but the, it's pretty Same equivalent right, to what we're right. looking for today. We want to see miracles now. We want to, if we don't see the power of God at work right now, the way we demand to see it, then it, we're not going to accept it. Well, that's it.
0: what's really interesting about this passage is is how relevant it is to right now. Right, and yeah. this was, I mean. This has been going on since Jesus was actually there.
1: Absolutely. And the principles don't change. So Jesus is talking to them uh, as those who have seen the power of God. It's not like, I mean, the reason they're there is because they've been seeing the signs. Right. But, but they're still
0: asking for a sign. Yeah, they're looking at <laughs> the
1: Messiah, basically saying, "Dance, monkey! You know, right. do, do tricks for us. Show right. us more stuff. We'll believe you if you show us more tricks."
0: Even though you've already drove out demons and, and
1: fed five thousand right. people, you've done all these things. You know, all of these miraculous, amazing things that that you've done. Um, calmed the sea, you know, which of course just his disciples saw that. But as you're as you're seeing it, it's like, man, from outside, it's like what more do you want? You've right. got signs galore. And Jesus is calm about it because he knows their hearts. And the same, he's saying the same thing. But What more do you want? The reality is, I can give you sign after sign after sign, but your hearts are hard. You're not going to receive it because this is a wicked generation, a wicked group of people. And, and the society is not willing at large to receive this truth. And I think of John... Uh, in chapter 1 when he says that he came to those who were his own and his own didn't receive him but to as many as did receive him to them he gives the right to become children of God and so you, you see that along with Jesus referring to Nineveh and the Queen of the South and saying look it's, I brought it to you you didn't receive it but the Gentiles will and so Paul then later becomes the apostle to the Gentiles and takes the gospel into Europe and everything else but as uh, as he's going through this, there's no there's no anti-Semitism, kind of a hot topic right now in in uh, society. As um, you know, they're looking in Congress at some resolutions about uh, condemning anti-Semitism. The it historically we've seen the twisting of scripture to for those who called themselves Christians. To take this to an anti-Semitic level, that um, you know, Jews crucified Christ, uh, they rejected the gospel, therefore God rejects the Jews and all Jews are bad. That is not in any way even remotely close to anything we see in Scripture. Right. Paul himself in Romans says, I would give up my own salvation for my people to be right. saved. And at the same time, Paul continues to say, God will keep all of the promises he made to Israel. That has not changed but not all who are in Israel by blood or by culture are Abraham's seed by faith they're not part of the promise because what matters as Jesus is saying here in the latter half of Luke 11 is what's inside what's going on inside that comes to the outside and that's where you know Paul and James are standing in not really in counterpoint but in in synchronized balance with one another James's focus in his letter is stop talking about your faith and start living it. If your faith that faith that works is a faith that works. If you don't actually get up and do something about your faith, then you really don't believe what you say you believe. I can talk about, I can post, you know, inspirational things on Instagram all day long about rise and grind. I'm going to get up and work out. But if I don't go to the gym and work out, then I don't really believe any of that right. stuff. It doesn't really mean anything.
0: And that almost makes it. I don't want to say it makes it worse, but what, why? Why? Right, it's it's hypocrisy. What are you doing?
1: And I think that's where, you know, (laughs) what Jesus is talking about here is exactly why those outside of the church, and too many of us inside the church, uh, see the church, Christendom, those who claim to be in Christ, as hypocritical. Because we have often focused on the external rather than the internal.
0: And because of that, it's put Christianity under a microscope.
1: For sure, and I think yeah. people
0: are waiting and looking for us to make mistakes.
1: Yeah, and and you know, realistically, we we are going to be under a microscope anyway. We should be under a microscope anyway, but that should be a positive right. thing, a, not a, a, negative a negative connotation. Yeah. So you know, because when people do look mm-hmm. at us already with a jaded eye, because that's the the prince of this world has kept them in that in that vein when they look at us and what they see is what they already want to see, right. that hypocrisy, because we focus on a particular agenda or a particular uh, behavior rather than the truth of the gospel in us working its way out, then that's when we run into struggles. And so when when all of the hot-button issues of the day— sorry about the scraping the glasses <laughs> along the table there— um, when all the hot-button issues of the day come up and people say, oh, well, Christians are just focused on, you know, homosexuality, you know, whatever the current thing is. Um, unfortunately, it's because we, like everybody else, do tend to get caught up in earthly things. Right. And it's not that the things that are being said in the church aren't true. Homosexuality, I'll state this as clearly as I can, is as a behavior and a lifestyle and and... A self-avowed uh, embracing of a particular identity is condemned by scripture and is a sinful thing that doesn't mean that that is greater than anybody else's sin in any other way it's the same as every other place that we decide to reject the authority of god's word to do my thing instead of god's thing that it's no different but if we start to then allow it um to be overlooked or not addressed then we're going back to the same thing we're focusing on externals instead of internals and what jesus is calling us to is a gospel that is inside first and works its way out
0: i think if we start going into that we'll get into another hour-long conversation Got so, lots we've, of those. so we better stop there but uh be sure to listen in to the uh sermon on sunday We'll talk more about this. And then if you have any questions after that, feel free to write us or uh, leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. Send a carrier pigeon.
1: Something real at reallifeonline.org.
0: That is correct. And we will see you guys next time.